The market doesn't joke around, so why would you? Get serious. Choose Tasty Trade. Tasty Trade gives you the tools you need to make smarter moves. Dig into data with advanced charting, track profit accurately with order chain trackers, see risk clearly with curve analysis, and trade with low-capped commissions, stocks, options, futures, and more. All on one platform. No wonder serious traders choose Tasty Trade. Join the club, genius. Tasty Trading is a registered broker-dealer and member of FINRA and SIPC. Instacart, the country's largest online grocery delivery platform, reportedly planning the September IPO and could publicly file those plans as soon as next week in a highly anticipated boost to the market. That's the focus of today's Tech Check. And Deirdre Bosa is back. Hey, D. Carl, this has been a long time in the works. We've been playing this game of will they or won't they IPO for years, but we may be one step closer again. What stuck out to me in this latest report is that the company could file publicly for an IPO, and that would be different from last time when it filed confidentially and then later pulled that filing. The key difference here is that a public filing would disclose finances, operations, key stakes, essentially make the business case for public consumption more than a decade after this app was launched and become a household name. Public markets, however, they have not been kind to gig economy companies. Uber, Lyft, DoorDash, they are all trading below their IPO price and losing money on an annual basis. Instacart, however, may be different. While others have struggled to achieve consistent profitability, Instacart has reportedly already achieved the milestone of gap net income in a quarter. The key may lie in its advertising business. And while Uber and DoorDash, they are now just moving into the space in a significant way, Instacart has actually been in advertising for years. It's a higher margin business. And really take a look at this screen right now. It has built its leadership around the advertising unit with some big wins and losses along the way. Fiji Simo, she was one of the highest ranking female Facebook executives. And she took over for founder of Porva Meta in 2021. She pulled over some other high ranking Facebook ad executives like Asha Sharma to be COO and Carolyn Everson to be president. There was also Seth Dillar, a former Amazon ad chief who was in charge of overall revenue. Um, Everson and Dallier, they would end up leaving, but the company also managed to gain a Wall Street-friendly face in Nick Giovanni, who became CFO after years at Goldman Sachs, leading tech companies through that IPO process. And all of this to say, Instacart may have the team and it may even have the profitability in place to finally tap public markets. Certainly pressure has been building internally from employees who haven't been able to cash in on its rise. Remember, this is one of the oldest unicorns out there, more than 10 years. But the big question that remains is, are the markets and investors ready? Leave out the Magnificent Seven. Most of tech is still below 2021 peaks. Instacart has slashed its own valuation a number of times. And really the key here is will those numbers that we're going to see in that IPO prospectus that could happen as soon as the next few weeks, will that back up what has been hinted that this is a different kind of gig company largely resting on that advertising and enterprise promise? I'm curious, Deirdre, if what growth, which is what growth looks like for Instacart right now, because they're in this awkward moment where people think that COVID was as good as it gets for online grocery and not just Instacart, but but everyone doing online grocery. And now it's back to in person. Right. How sticky is that habit? I mean, I know that I still order my groceries online, but that's key, right? I live in San Francisco. A lot of folks here order their groceries. How many sort of Americans still are ordering post-pandemic. So it did see incredible growth, at least reportedly throughout the pandemic. But the key is, what does that look like now? We can look to Uber Eats and DoorDash as maybe a hint. And we see that their delivery, food delivery businesses have held up pretty well, but they're moving into grocery. So how much of that market have they taken 
from an Instacart. And, you know, you could argue that Instacart missed its window. These numbers would have looked a lot better during the pandemic when we saw DoorDash and Airbnb go public. Um, so now it has to contend with sort of the pandemic being over and people getting back to normal. So that's what many are curious to see. Me, definitely. Uh, yeah, that that was a crazy time. Uh, we'll see what uh, what this does for the market overall, if and when it happens. Instacart is reportedly planning a September IPO, finally, and it could publicly file its plans as soon as next week. It could get a glimpse into those financials. Been a long time coming for the grocery delivery startup. Could it crack open a window for other listings more broadly? Deirdre Bosa has the details in today's Tech Check. We've been talking about it all year, Deirdre. Them and Birkenstock. They're I feel like I've been off. talking about this. I've been covering this company for years and years. Always this question of will they or won't they? And keep in mind, this is a company that has been around for more than a decade. It's become a household name, and it's raised billions of dollars in venture capital. So it has taken an unusually long time to come public, as Kelly said. And if we do get the IPO filing as soon as next week, we will finally learn how the business model works. Instacart is essentially an intermediary. It connects customers with personal shoppers who shop and deliver groceries from local stores. It sounds asset light, but other public gig economy companies like Uber, DoorDash, they have proved that it's actually really hard to profit from such a model. Instacart, however, may have something that they don't, and that is an established higher-margin advertising business. If you look at who's actually running the company, it's a lot of ad execs poached from Facebook, Fiji Simo. She was one of the highest-ranking female Facebook execs, and she took over for founder of Purva Meta in 2021. Before her, they had an former Amazon ad chief in charge of all of the company's revenue. Now, Uber and Dash, they're just starting to chase this model, but investors, they like it. So will they like Instacart's lead in advertising? And more importantly, will it help separate Instacart's financials from other gig economies companies? We could soon see. On the other hand, though, competition has only intensified for Instacart with gig companies and huge retailers like Walmart and Target vying for a piece of the grocery delivery pie. However, Wall Street responds, though, guys, to the filing and the eventual IPO will be significant for the IPO window. Meantime, Arm could also be filing as soon as next week, and it's expected to be the largest largest this year. It could all be happening, Kelly and Tyler, after a long freeze, a long pause. We'll see, though. Uh, NASDAQ, right, hasn't exactly been off to the races over the last few weeks. So it's interesting timing if we do get these ideas. Deirdre, how does the advertising piece fit into the puzzle here? Why, Why is it a cash generator for Instacart? We don't know for sure, but Let's take Amazon's advertising business, right? You could imagine a similar model. You search for things and companies can pay to have their product listed higher above. That's essentially how it works on Instacart as well. You're shopping for milk and milk brand puts its product pays to have its higher its product higher uh-huh. up on that search um, page. So we think it's high margin if you look at Amazon, right? This business grew so quickly out of nowhere, but we do not know. We don't know what the margins look like, but we do know, and I've been covering this company for a very long time, that they've been ahead of this. They've been building out this business as well as an enterprise business for grocery companies, grocery retailers that don't want to run their own sites. So that is something different than what we've seen from the likes of Uber and DoorDash that we know how their model works. A lot of the money, a lot of the losses come from, you know, their marketing and how they pay their drivers and what they charge their customers. So so let me ask you this. Did the management that you refer to the person who came in from Facebook was an advertising related uh, individual who replaced the founder? Was she brought in in part to take this company public? I assume she must have been. Yes. 
the short answer, I don't know that they would say that so specifically, but it got to a point where Arpur Mehmeta, he's the one that founded the company. He was CEO for a very long time. He said that he saw the opportunity. I remember interviewing the two of them together when this change happened. He said that she's the person to lead the next leg of this journey. And it's, you know, they've always said that they were going to go public. It wasn't you know, important for them to do so at any particular moment. They would go when they are ready. But I should also mention their CFO comes from Goldman Sachs. He spent a long time bringing companies public. So they do have the people in place. It's whether the markets and investors are willing to uh, accept this company for how much. Oh, that's very interesting. That's an interesting piece there as well. Deirdre, thank you as always. Good to see you. This podcast is supported by FedEx. Dear small and medium businesses, no one wants happy customers more than you do. So you need a business partner just like you. Like FedEx, who understands your passion for serving your customers because they have the same commitment towards you. That's why FedEx offers you picture proof of delivery, packageless and paperless returns, as well as weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. What's more, FedEx Ground is faster to more locations than UPS Ground. Trust FedEx for timely deliveries. See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively FedEx.